This is the Hasidic Story Project with Barack Holman, podcasting from Jerusalem, Israel. This podcast is sponsored by listeners just like you. To become a supporter of this podcast, please go to HasidicStory.com. H-A-S-I-D-I-C Story.com. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll Rabbi Raphael Bershid was a well-known rabbi and Torah scholar who was completely devoted to his Rebbe, the Heligabal Shem Tov. Rabbi Raphael always wanted to live in the land of Israel, and after many years of serving as the rabbi, he went to his Rebbe, the Baal Shem Tov, and said to him, Please give me a bracha so that I can settle in the land of Israel. But the Baal Shem Tov disappointed him because he said, My sweetest friend, Raphael, it's very important the job you're doing here in Poland. If you leave, who's going to teach Torah? And you know the land of Israel is only holy because of the Torah. And its holiness descends from above to below. You need to stay here. And you have to create the holiness of the land of Israel as much as you can in your shul and in your community. So as much as Rabbi Raphael was disappointed, he understood that the Baal Shem Tov had told him he can't go, and he accepted the Baal Shem Tov's advice without questioning it. He hoped that maybe one day in the future he'd be able to fulfill his dream of settling in the land of Israel. After he retired from being the rabbi, he said to himself, I'm already too old to be the rabbi, and I've built this community, I've contributed so much, is there really anything left for me to do here? In my last days... I'd really like to live in the Holy Land. And he knew better than to go to the Baal Shem Tov and ask him, because the Baal Shem Tov would probably tell him, Sorry, Reb Raphael, you gotta stay here. There's still work for you to do. And as he's contemplating this and giving it a few weeks of thought, a letter arrives in the mail from the Baal Shem Tov. The letter says, Reb Raphael, as much as I appreciate and respect your desire to live in the land of Israel, the Jews of Poland still need you. It's not time for you to go and settle in the land of Israel. I'm telling you, you need to stay here. Your fate is here. And so, Rebbe Fyle was disappointed again. He knew that if the Baal Shem Tov told him that he couldn't go, that he probably shouldn't go, but just the fact that he was thinking about it, and the Baal Shem Tov knew that he was thinking about it, and preempted his decision with a letter, made a great impression on Rebbe Fyle. And of course, he had a handwritten letter from the Heilig of Baal Shem Tov, which was very dear to him. He kissed the letter, put it back in the envelope, and put it in a locked box in a safe place in his house. It was a treasured item. Many years later, Rebbe Fyle had merited to live a very long life. The Baal Shem Tov had already passed away, and he realized that he was getting very old and weak. And he said, maybe, maybe just in my last days, my last months, I can spend them in the Holy Land. This is my last chance to move to Eretz before I leave this world. So he decided to pack up all of his possessions and put them on a wagon. And when his preparations were complete, he invited all of his friends and family for a final farewell meal. In the middle of the celebration, Rebophile stepped outside his house to get a breath of air. And even though it wasn't windy outside, all of a sudden there was a gust of wind that came. And when he looks up, Rebophile sees this piece of paper fluttering down and landing at his feet. He bent down and picked it up, and when he realized what he was holding in his hands, he lost his breath and turned white with shock. It was the same letter from the Baal Shem Tov that he had kept locked away for safekeeping for so many years. He couldn't understand how this was possible. He couldn't even begin to guess, but there it is, right in his hand. Rebbe finally returned to his guests, and he put the letter under the tablecloth. 
He then started telling the story about how much he wanted to move to the land of Israel. And every time the Baal Shem Tov preempted him, the first time face to face and the second time with a letter, and how he had taken that letter and put it in a safe box. And then he reached under the tablecloth to pull out the letter and show it to everyone, and to his amazement, the letter had disappeared. Rebifal explained to everybody that the letter was in the lockbox, that it appeared to him after floating in the wind, he picked it up and he put it right there under the tablecloth, and now it's gone. So everybody followed him into his room, where he retrieved the lockbox, where he kept the holy letter. And everyone gathered around him with bated breath as he unlocked the box and lifted the lid. And sure enough, the letter was sitting there, just as he had left it many years before. He turned to everybody standing there, and he said, You should know that the bond between a chassid and his rebbe transcends all worlds. It's clear to me now that my holy rebbe, the Helig of Baal Shem Tov, knew from the very first time that I asked for his bracha that it wasn't my destiny to live in the land of Israel, but to stay here. And Rabbi Fahel continued living to a ripe old age and continued to help in his community by teaching Torah and advising people and strengthening the community as the Holy Baal Shem Tov had told him for so many years that he was always destined to do. My good Shabbos, good Shabbos, good Shabbos. Lie, lie, lie.